back with this morning's off-season and a very good morning to all our listeners across uh, the Resonate Broadcast Network. Andrew Watts here with you in the chair this morning and Nick Backstrom. Nick, rugby's taken a new look this year with the Australian Super Rugby, but it's great to see it up off the ground and popular. Oh, look, yeah, with all the off-field shenanigans and the after the World Cup, a lot of people were not only writing the obituaries, they were digging the grave and carving the tombstone, but uh, <laughs> rugby's had a very nice comeback this year, the standard rugby, and uh, rather than me blather on about it, let's talk to someone who knows what he's talking about. Yeah, we're joined <laughs> uh, by rugby great Tim Horan. Uh, good morning, Tim. Yeah, hi, Andrew. Nick, uh, thanks for having me on the show. Now, well, last time we spoke, Tim, was uh, right in the middle of uh, the COVID shutdown and we didn't really know the direction that any sport was going to take. Uh, Super Rugby Australia kicked off. Uh, first of all, your thoughts on the new regime? Yeah, I think it's been fantastic. I think um, you know, everyone's you know, re-engaged in the game. I think there's a lot, lot more work to do, certainly. But I think when you, when you look at the way that the standard of the games, um, you know, we saw... Uh, New Zealand competition, the domestic competition, started about three or four weeks before Australia started. Uh, their matches have been fantastic. We took probably a, a week or two to get up to speed, and of course, you know, players haven't played for a little while. So, oh, I've been reasonably, um, you know, impressed by it, especially the last two to three weeks. I think the standard of rugby has, has really reached a new level. Yeah, for sure. Now, one thing that's been a trouble for the Wallabies for some years, I think, is just sheer player recognition. I don't think young people knew who they were. Older people didn't know who they were. But now we've got Australian teams playing each other every week and a lot of promising youngsters in there. I think that may be starting to change. Yeah, I think um, what, what, what it does help is, you know, when the matches were played you know, against the African teams away from home or Argentinian teams away from home, it's 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. So... Um, you know, people weren't watching those games as much as we would have liked, and um, so the recognition of those younger players, and we're seeing them week in, week out now in time slots at you know seven o'clock at night, seven seven fifteen on a Saturday night. So every Friday, every Saturday, you know, there's a game on that's go- that's going to have Australian teams in them, and, and Australian young players that are coming through. These players in their twenties that are coming through, they've still got a bit to go, um, but certainly there's some great talent around. You know, players like James Ram from the Waratahs and. Will Harrison from the Waratahs and um, Harry Wilson from the Queensland Reds, Fraser McWright, all these younger players that are coming through that you know people can and the kids can start to go, okay, well, I know who that is now and start to recognise who they are. Now, um, with around a month to go in the Super Rugby competition, you could dead set throw a blanket over the top four, the Brumbies, the Reds, the Waratahs and the Rebels. Um, uh, did you see that it being this close? I sort of picked it. I thought obviously the Brumbies would, would lead and then get right through to the end, but um, I wasn't too sure how the Queensland Reds were going to perform. They've a little hiccup a couple of weeks ago, and um, you know, last week we saw a great performance. So I think it's, it's also there's a couple of upsets about two weeks ago where the Waratahs had a big win against the Queensland Reds, mm. and the Rebels had a big win against the Brumbies. So that's made it really close. So I just think it's it's good that. Australian rugby has got a. Uh, it doesn't have one or two teams, you know, that's always winning. It's it's spread across the board. A little bit the Western Force, you know, been doing having a good job, and they've got some players there that you know we can really look forward to seeing. But I think if the Western Force are going to continue in, you know, a domestic competition or even a, a Trans Tasman competition, they they're short probably six or seven really key players mm-hmm. to to be in that competition. Well, you've segued nicely. I was going to talk about the pitching several uh, ideas about competitions in the future, club competitions, uh, as you said, a trans-Tasman competition, perhaps a best of between the three countries. Uh, what are your thoughts on um, you know, 2021? 
Well, I think there's probably there's certainly two two really good options, and one is to continue with what we've been doing with the Australian domestic competition. And uh, you've got to be careful though, because if you have five teams, maybe a six team, if you have a side from Japan or um, you know a Fijian team, there's six teams. So you're, you're playing every weekend, you're playing each other twice. You'd probably do two and a half rounds, and then the competition's finished. So. Ideally, I'd like to see five Australian teams and five New Zealand teams. There's a 10-team competition, and that's you play each other twice. There's 18 rounds. You have a wild card weekend. There's there's 19. You know, uh, there's a couple of buys in there. So 2021, 20, all of a sudden you get a final series, and you're having a 24-25 week competition. So um, I think that's a good option. But also, there's, they're looking at you know a Super Eight competition after a Super Rugby competition. So whether that's domestic. Australia or domestic New Zealand, when you finish, you play a Super 8, you know, a couple of winners, the top two teams from Australia, top two from New Zealand, maybe, you know, top two from South Africa, um, top two from Japan, because Japan's top league uh, competition finishes at the same time as the Australian competition. Mm. So that's all being looked at now. What they're doing is putting the ideas to the broadcasters, Mm. because you can't actually go out and say, this is the competition we're going to do, and the broadcaster says this is the competition we'd like to see. So um, there's club rugby, there's national championship club rugby. So I think what they've done at the moment is great, is is give options and ideas to the broadcasters um, and whoever the broadcaster may be, whether it's Fox Sports, Optus, Channel 10, whoever those partners are, they're the ones who are saying, okay, we'd like to use this content, club rugby, or we'd like to have super rugby in this standard and this format. Now, um, although we're concentrating heavily on the Australian rugby, uh, I'm sure you got one eye on the uh, Kiwis competitions. Yeah, I think it's um, you know their, their competition, you know, has just finished with the New Zealand competition, and they you know they, they didn't have a final series, so the Crusaders are winning that competition from Christchurch, and you know the, the Hurricanes who are based in Wellington, um, they were pretty good as well. So I think they've you know coming up now they have a North versus South competition, yeah. a bit like a the old possible, probable days when <laughs> yeah. we were running around. Um, to, and, and about, I think, weeks' time. So that'll then select the All Blacks team and or All Blacks squad and hopefully, you know, test matches later in the year, subject to how everything goes. And there's a bit of an idea at the moment that the, the quarantine for the three teams of the rugby championship, so Argentina, South Africa, the Springboks, world champions, and then the Wallabies, could be down south in um, Queenstown, yep. uh, South Island, New Zealand, and Hopefully there's a test match in Brisbane before that against the All Blacks and maybe a test match in Perth um, close to late late October as well, if all things hold up. Certainly plenty to look forward to. Uh, Tim Horan, thanks very much for your time this morning. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Nick. I uh, look forward to it. And, um, you know, great to get support from all the country areas around, especially around Queensland. And, you know, everyone's you know, loves their, their rugby union. So uh, thanks for all their support. This is the off-season heard across the Resonate Broadcast Network.